How about giving God your best? Give God your best. You know that expression, save the best for last? No. Why? I want the first dip, the tithe, the first harvest, right off the bat. Give me the first. I want to be first in line. I want to be first in my sport. I want to be first in the sales test. I want to be first in my class. Everybody wants to be first. Firstborn. First picked, except in an execution squad. You're hoping to be last. But everybody wants to be first. But they don't want to put God first. You want the girl who's first. You want the youngest, the prettiest, and the untouched. You don't want the used one, unless you're a sewer rat. You don't want the one that's been passed around, who's had multiple, multiple. No, that's, that's no treasure. Even the Greeks wanted the virgin oracles in order to communicate with the spirits. Something untouched, unblemished, unspotted. The Lord wants the lamb. Untouched, unblemished, unspotted. Not breaded. No. I want first dibs. I'm calling first dibs. And yet. And yet, you don't want to give God the first. You don't want to give God your best. You want the best from everything else, but you don't want to give God your best. That football sports combine, go and put the men up like a slave auction. Bid on them. That young stud in the Kentucky Derby. Do you give God your best? Do you give God the first? You want him to make you first, but you don't give God the first of anything. And you don't give him your best. Wait until you're old and tired, haggard and sluggard. Oh, I'll serve you now. Did you give him best when you were a bucking young stud? Chopping at the bit? Did you give God the best? Well, after I've had my fun, you said, after I've done, like Jenny and Forrest Gump. She was pretty, she was young. But she gave her best, her healthiest, her best years, her young years, to the streets. She went out there and got a sexual disease and was, well, came back to Forrest to give him what was left of her. And he took the leftovers. You don't want to give God your best. You'll give God your best when you give him everything first. Take that energy you got, that first spark of energy. And instead of giving it to a man to make him rich in his company, or giving it to a sports franchise to make the owners rich and for you to receive glory like a gladiator in a coliseum. Instead of giving it to a woman for sex, Give it to God. Give God your best. Never give that to a woman. Give God your best. Never give that to a sports team or some business real estate tycoon, some entrepreneur, some startup. Everybody wants your best. And when you're done, now you start going to church, synagogue. Now you talk about God. After you went out there and God knows 
did with how many women you did with. Didn't brag about it and write a book about I was with a thousand women. And they put you on television to brag about it and call you a sports star. That's the man you interview while you mock the virgin. The man who's not going around. You mock that one. The man who gave his best to his two kids, not 2,000 people. You mock him. The man who lived humbly and quietly. You chase the wrong thing. The fame you chase will maim you. The glory you seek is not his but your own. You're not chasing the right thing. I want to do what? Give God your best. He'll do the rest. So that God would have made you rich and blessing. Not men. God gets the glory. God will give you a wife. Not one that's going to cheat on you with the pool boy. A humble woman, strong, faithful, loyal, loving. A good mother to your children and a good cook. That always helps. The Lord will give you the best. Stop looking for the prostitute, the mutation. Stop looking for that. You don't have to get up every morning to live near the beach to surf. What is this? You don't have to live near a golf course. You don't have to be in an urban tower with characterless mirrors and walls that reflect no life. A little wrinkle says a lot on a person's face, has a lot of character. The flaws become your feature. It's what makes you unique and distinguishes you. It's not brushed over, polished over, painted over. That little dip in the right corner of your smile that's a little crooked is what makes you you. That little eye that's lazier than the other doesn't need to be fixed. That bridge in the nose is a little bigger and not flat. Ah, oh, no one looks like you. You stand out. You become something like a Rembrandt, a masterpiece. Your flaws are your features. Give God that too. You ever said to me, oh, it's just been fixed. Oh, no, you look fine. Oh, just, no, trust me, you look fine. You look fine. They put a plate. Oh, just, no, no, this is good. Trust me, it's good. Sometimes you think you can improve and the person is more than satisfied. Oh, and then when you do try to make an improvement, you actually went backwards. They wish you had just stayed the same. Do you give God your best? Or do you wait until after? You're done everything you can do. Like Jenny and Forrest Gump, and you come to God now. With the baggage and the luggage of all that past, guilt, regret, and sin, pain. Don't do that. You don't have to live your life trying to satisfy the people around you who do not love God. 
and the world's vision. It's God's vision and God's perspective. Not even yours. You have to live between God's eyes, not your eyes. It's what the Lord thinks of you, not what you think, unless you're thinking of yourself the way the Lord does. You have to have God's mindset. He is the creator. He's the one who designed us. You didn't design you. You might want to talk to the one who did. How should I think about me, master, father, creator? And he'll tell you. Be careful because other people don't think about you the way God does. Society definitely does not. But the Lord who made you, how should I give? How should I pray? How should I share? Show me the way. And he does. Sometimes it's through nature. Most of the times it's through godly parents who raise you right. And when you don't have that, it's through prophets, messengers that he sends to teach you, to guide you, to help you. Like a coach. God has his coaches. He sends them to you. You reject them. You fight and you argue. You push back. You're a stubborn little sheep, but he has shepherds over you. Those shepherds are designed to deal with your stubbornness. They're designed to help to keep you in line. All of us have had shepherds. All of us have had parents. They were either there or not there. They either did their job or they didn't. They either taught us the way God said to teach us or they didn't, both parents and shepherds. But when you do, according to Father's plan, then those fathers and those shepherds can present you to the Father. That's the whole purpose of Yeshua, to get us ready. We are under-shepherds. Yeshua is the shepherd. The under-shepherds go to the shepherd, and then the shepherd presents us to the Father. Can't go to the Father the way we look, the way we talk, the way we act. We've got to go through detox. We've got to go through training. We've got to go through teaching. Now we've been primed plucked and picked and dressed to be presented properly to the king. Don't save your best for God for last. Give it to him now. It is not meant just for the sport world and your adrenaline, not for just bouncing a ball, kicking one, hitting one, catching one, or surfing on a board. It's not meant to just give it to a dog, but to a child that's raised from your seed, not a whore or a girlfriend, but to a wife that he gives you, not to a company for their wealth, not to a nation for their flag. You are always his ambassador. And everyone that meets you and knows you should know one thing about you, that you will never throw God under the bus for them for their friendship, for their money, for their position, for their fame. You bow to nothing but to the Father. And you never sacrifice God for the world. You've already given him all your mind, all your heart, all your soul. Everything you've given him is his. I belong to Lord. Abba Adonai. Yathevahe. I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine.
Solomon says, I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. I'm your Wahoo V, 
You my me, I belong to you, you belong to me. Thank you for loving me, thank you for everything.